the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. With you here, <laughs> that's the Dave Elswick. That was pretty good, wasn't it? It was really good. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, uh, I just tell you, I I can't say it on 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 air. I can't talk about. It. Just know that I'm talking to people all the time off air about what's going on backfield. Uh, it, for everybody who's wondering, it wasn't inappropriate or anything. No, no, it, it no. was just it was just it um, just was funny. Here, here's the key. We we're going to get a. Um, what was it? A video on today on I guess on Facebook or something, and uh, Sarah Sanders Huckabee. Well, she's not Sarah Sanders Huckabee anymore. She's Sarah Sanders. What's, what is her? What's her husband's name? I guess her. I guess her. Her last name would be Sanders. Yeah, Sanders. Yeah, I mean, Sarah, Sarah Huckabee, Huckabee Sanders. Sanders. Yeah, yeah. I just got to get the names <laughs> turned out. <laughs> All right. All right. She Sarah was, Huckabee she was Sanders Huckabee. is going to run for governor. Uh, that's kind of been a foregone conclusion by a lot of people, but she's going to make it for sure today. today. And I, I kept telling people she had to do it pretty soon because, uh, you know, you just can't wait until the last minute. A lot of people thought, well, she could wait just a few months. No, you can't. Well, the thing is, our primaries care. are so early. Yeah, that the first the first primaries come up May of next year. Oh, I think it's earlier than that. Tim Griffin's already put out a press release responding to it, even yeah, though she hasn't you officially you announced. You've got to put yeah. in a year before the primaries. You need to put yeah. in a solid year before the By primaries. By the way, that, that voice that came out of the ether there, that's Shane Stacks. He rousted Woo! himself out of bed <laughs> to join us. He's joining us because Iverson Jackson can't be here today. Uh, some A member of his family has come down with COVID-19. And Iverson is uh, quarantining himself for a few days. He said he feels great. He talked to me last night. You guys saw it. He was texting me, and I have you uh, hooked in on mm-hmm. with him. And and uh, he's doing good. So he'll be here next Monday. I expect to see him next Monday uh, with us again. But in his place, Shane Stacks will be with us today. A man who I is still known. can't believe you people get up this early. <laughs> <laughs> hey, some some of us. I'm, still, I'm kind of shocked the world actually existed. Yeah, this early. I, know. I thought it was kind of a myth. Some of, us, some of us kind of wake up this early about normally, anyway. So. I don't. Yeah, I'm a late night guy. I, I normally get, get a bit about like yeah, I'm in like the morning. that too. I'd rather stay uh, up late than get up early. To be uh, honest yeah. with you, that's that's the truth of the matter. I did mornings for years in radio. And when they told me, hey, we'd like to move you to afternoons, I said, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't have to be on the air until like 2 in the afternoon. That uh, was like 
a godsend. Oh, but, you uh, sleep till 10 o'clock in the morning. Yes, huh? we, yeah, that, well, sometimes later. Oh, wow. You know, I, 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 I just can't I've been that. known to stay up to 3, 4 o'clock in the morning doing my work, oh, wow. getting ready for the day or whatever. Then oh, go to yeah. bed. I, well, I, I did it last night. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Heidi, are you an early morning person? She's, she's now. She's doing something over there, <laughs> trying to get her attention here. Uh, she's, she's paying attention on something. Uh, she's checking the log. Anyway, uh, we yeah, I don't know. She's an. I guess she's an early morning person. She gets up for this show. Yes. But here's the key: that doesn't necessarily mean that you want to be an early yeah. morning person. She seems uh, pretty true. alert when she gets here. Yeah, when she we is. get here in the morning, she gets here. I get here sometimes before she does, but. She doesn't even know because I'm I'm sitting in my oh, car. Yes, I'd much oh. rather just sit in my car and and look at stuff. And I've got a a fresh co- a cup of coffee in my my little keep I'm it hot oh. carrier right here. Mm-hmm. It says last yeah. resort on it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. My other one that I had is it just wore out, man. The one that said my uh, my guns are are lubricated by liberals tears <laughs> that's no that doesn't work any doesn't work anymore it start leaking all right so shane uh let's just talk about one thing real quickly that we need okay. to mention yesterday the new Ooh, godzilla the, the godzilla and, <laughs> and kong a new trailer came out and it was pretty cool yeah i'm seeing people react to that trailer like with enthusiasm, like they've seen the entire movie, people are really excited by the trailer. I mean, it it looks great. I mean, the dirty ape is going down, but you know, <laughs> they made him look good in the trailer. I don't know about that. You see him taking that full shot from Godzilla, and he comes down and gives him a a right cross. Yeah. I don't know. Well, they've done something. They're hinting around or showing outright. He's getting some kind of huge axe that gives him. You know, gives him a equal footing with Godzilla's well, I'm gonna tell atomic you what, breath. So. You want to know what it is? It's one of the spines off the back of Godzilla's back. I saw I saw people chattering about that. So yeah, I think that's yeah. a really good. There's yeah, some, good guess. But you yeah. know as well as I do, it's going to come down that they're going to fight uh, uh, Giza again. I mean, that's what's going to come down to. I hope so. Yeah, it's always fun when they, gonna, you know, they, they let them match. scrap. Yeah, they let them scrap, and then they've got to join forces against, you know, hopefully it's going to be Mecha Ghidorah because they showed, you know, Ghidorah's head at the end of the last one. So it'll just be fun. Yeah, Mecha Godzilla is supposed to show up in this one. Oh, Mecha Godzilla. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be fun. You know, they did a great job with Godzilla King of the Monsters, and, you know, I'm looking forward to this one. So So am I. So am I. That's all I want to talk about. I'll try not to get us thrown out. I'm not going to talk you out. We'll go see it together again. <laughs> Last time we went to to see just Godzilla King of Monsters, I thought I was at a WWE match. <laughs> I mean, woo, ah! that, that was that was that was Shane going crazy in the oh, theater. Wow. It was That's hilarious. Funny. Yeah, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. So, so in other words, if we if we go with Shane, we, need to, we actually need to get a video of him. Oh yeah, put him on live. <laughs> that would be fun. Put it on live. Yeah, it, <laughs> it would be really yeah. funny. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I also think what other, uh, was for me the best part of the movie and that I got excited about and I would give him the elbow is the music. When the music would pick up from yeah, back in the yeah, 60s and 50s, that. Yeah, I was going, whoa, they were going back to do this, you know. I'm hearing the Godzilla music. I got excited. What can I tell you? Because <laughs> when you hear that music, you know he's about ready to. Right. To, to cut loose. You know, he's 
I I did like the scene in the trailer that shows him surfacing and cutting the destroyer in half. I thought that yeah, was right in half. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty good too. Evidently, the storyline is man is trying to get rid of both of them. Now that's going to be oh, interesting. Okay. That's going to be interesting. They're they're all about King Kong beating Godzilla, but then they want to destroy King Kong too. And the boy has grown up. He's not in puberty anymore. He's a full adult. Have you have you seen the comparison? They show the uh, yeah, they're they're Skull pretty much Island. the same size now. Yeah. yeah, they well they showed they showed Skull Island when uh, Brie Larson puts her hand on his nose, and she's you know he's not all that much. Well, he's bigger than she is, but she's significant in the picture. And then they show a picture later of a person standing in front of him. And they got to have a red arrow pointing down, saying "there." Yeah, that's no, what, he's that's yeah, he's gotten big. Is. <laughs> yeah, they turbocharged him. I love that that RD and Paul are. They're like they thought they were going to talk about the Titanic matchup of Anthony versus Griffin <laughs> well, there's, versus. There's two Titanic yeah, matchups that we got to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the big the big story politically, of course, is is Sanders saying that she's getting into the race today. That's the word. She's going to say she's getting into the race. So here's what it looks like we're going to have as of this afternoon. We're going to have Sanders Huckabee uh, in there. Uh, Sarah Sanders. Uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. I'm just going to call her Sarah, Sarah Sanders. And then you got uh, uh, Leslie Rutledge. And then you got Tim Griffin. So you got those three that are in there. In in the wings is Hendren saying that he might run. He's stupid if he does. I'm just but, yeah, this, but I've never point, said that he was the yeah. smartest knife no, in the in the box. And there's some chatter that he might run independent. Yeah, that's that's it. That's what I'm hearing cuz he knows he can't get into that primary. He doesn't have the money. Did you hear did you it see could, Did you see the money that has been raised between those two? Huh? Between uh, Rutledge and Griffin 2.8 million already. Wow. Who has who has what? Uh, I don't know. I don't have it broken okay. down. Okay. I would I would assume that it's pretty close. Mm. It's well, pretty Griffin close. has been laying the groundwork for years. Oh, yes, yeah. He is. He, yeah, for for years. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Hey, Willie wants to talk to us this morning. Willie, how you doing? Welcome to the Dave Ellswick Show. What's up? Pretty good, Dave. Shane? Uh-oh. Go ahead. <laughs> how come you don't do your show on Saturday? Shane plays anymore. Well, I might come back and do that one day. Uh, there's just It got to a point where it was hard to keep up with a weekly schedule, and there were some other factors in there. But I still I still do the show as a podcast. You can find it at shameplays.com. But the last time I was on with Dave a week or two ago, I said, I, you know, I hope to get back on the radio at some point. Yep. Yeah. It's hey, been R-D? tough. COVID-19 has been tough on the local shows. I'll just let you know. Okay, R-D, yes, sir. Go ahead, got a question man. for you. I need to part from Sonny's. Okay. We'll just give them a call. I got a 2008 Toyota Avalon. I need a front middle grill. Okay. Well, give them a call down at the shop. I don't have my computer in front of me right now, but uh, give them a call. We'll run it up, try to find you one. Send it up the flagpole, as they say. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) All right. Appreciate you calling. You there? Yeah, I'm here, Dave. All right. So I got a question. You got Rutledge, you got Griffin, you get Sanders. Who's your initial thoughts? I'm gonna cut up each one's name, put in a hat, and draw. 
You think that they're that close in their beliefs? Oh, I don't know, Dave. Okay. I don't know too much about Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Well, that, and Except she worked with Trump, President Trump. Yeah, that's that's what she did, and a lot of people are, are all about her because of that, because she was telling us what Trump believed, not what she believed. So we'll see what happens over the next few months. It's and Tim Griffin's pretty good. Yeah, I would go along with that. And so is Leslie. Leslie's good, mm. except she got behind uh, the governor on hate crime legislation. I got some problems with that. Oh, you mean that rhino governor? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. She got she got on. She tried to ride. She's trying to ride his coattails on hate crime. I don't think that's a place to try to find a ride. To be honest, here in Arkansas. Yeah. Thanks for your call, Willie. Yeah. But I think, yeah, I think the governor is kind of losing some of his his bully pulpit status on that one. Well, yeah, he's he's. Look, he's lame duck. And people didn't think that I was uh, that when I said that 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 was that big of a deal. It's a huge deal. Here's what it you're going to see: you're going to see people like Tim and Sarah and Leslie all come out and speak kind out against the governor at times. Stuff, all right, man. let's take a break real quick. Shane Stacks is here. He's by phone in the studio. R.D. Hopper, Paul Calvert. I'm Dave Ellswick. Power panel in today. Stick around. we got a lot to talk about. Hey, it's 21 after uh, 6. Believe it or not, it's 55 degrees outside. So I, I'm going to make sure before I say this, I'm going to look at my weather app because I, I could have been hallucinating. I really could have. It was early in the morning. I was looking. But here's what it's saying. It's saying at about 4 o'clock this afternoon, after the rain has all cleared out, I'm getting down I'm here getting to the hourly, and I'm looking. 72 degrees. 4 p.m. No. Now they've gone up. To, it's supposed to be by 1 o'clock this afternoon. It's supposed to be partly cloudy and 73 degrees. Oh, wow. Yeah, my, my, my app's probably for a 73 degrees. Here, See, this is just nature's way of screwing with us. Well, that's maybe, maybe, <laughs> I'll maybe take that's, it. Maybe, I'll take it, but still. Maybe that's why all the, well, we have all this fog this morning. We've got a bunch of warm, moist air coming in here, and it's just I, you condensing know, out of the... I went on dates when I was in college, and guys would say, you know, she really doesn't want to go out, Dave. She's just doing it because she's being nice. And I'd say, good! I'm going to enjoy my time. <laughs> <laughs> so this, is, this is how you feel about the weather, huh? Yeah, that's how I feel about the weather. It's going to be 73. It's screwing <laughs> with me. Good. It. Screw with me for the day. I don't care. I'm all about uh, it. What do you What do you think there, uh, Shane? Uh, I think it's crazy. I, I want some winter. I want, no, I I don't want, want any more. I'm done. We've already had some winter. We had snow flurries one day. That was enough <laughs> winter for me. We, we had I, like a flake, you Grinch. Snow. It'll be snowing day after tomorrow. Don't worry about it. Uh, yeah, we still got So Wednesday night is supposed to be back in the 30s. Yeah, when, yeah, yeah 28. Crazy. 28 degrees Wednesday uh, night. The high on Wednesday with rain, 49 degrees. Yeah, tornado weather. It'll when you be get one, it yeah. going, yeah, right. The, the, whenever yeah. it makes that drastic of a change, we mm-hmm. might get a tornado out of it. Good. It says periods of rain and a thunderstorm this morning. Warmer with clouds yielding to some sun early this afternoon. Seventy-three degrees for the high. Mm-hmm. Let's me get I out. Think the widest. My, oh, go ahead. It lets me get out there and do my walking. I like to get a couple of miles in each day, so. We'll see how that goes today. 
What were you going to say, Shane? I saw something in the like one of the local news channels or maybe the National Weather Service posted it. But back in the 80s, like Arkansas had the widest temperature range ever. It started the day like in the 60s uh-huh. or maybe low 70s, and we ended up down in the teens. Wow. By the end of the day, it was some huge swing. Yeah. So today is nothing compared to that. Yeah, wow. but still, you know. I've noticed that the northern part of the state, they've had their share of some winter weather this year. They've had yep. they've had three and four inches of snow a couple of times. So yeah, what's, what's kind of neat is that. what's neat is when a when a front or something is blowing through and you're standing outside and you feel it coming in and it's like you feel right. like an immediate drop in temperature. It's just wow, it's like that temperature just dropped like five or ten degrees. And it's amazing to me when I have icicles on one side of my nose and nothing on my other side. And, this, and, a, and you're getting a suntan yeah, on the no, other that's side. A change. <laughs> uh, that was a, that's get, a major change. You're getting sunburn on the other, uh, other side of your face. I'm, so. I'm, look, Paul, I'm used to that. I lived for 27 years up by Chicago. Yeah. I'd go see the Cubs play. It'd be 84 degrees, and then the wind would shift out of the north off the lake, mm. and suddenly it would be 36. Wow. I mean, it would literally get that cold. Oh, wow. And you'd be sitting in there enjoying yourself, sweating, watching the game, <laughs> and then by the end of the game, you're blowing your nose because <laughs> it's so cold. I mean, it was crazy. That is oh, crazy. Wow. Really crazy. And people think you're nuts if they've never had that happen and you're walking into the ballpark you got your big heavy coat slung over your shoulder <laughs> as you're wearing you shorts and a t-shirt going to happen. Yeah. you know wow. and then you hope you're for all the home runs yeah. early in the game because when the when the run when that wind shifts out of the north blowing in there ain't a ball going out of Wrigley Field after that this mm-hmm. way it is all right wow. so uh, again the big story today if you just tuned in is that uh, Sarah Sanders is going to run uh, for governor it's kind of an anticlimactic story sort of well, because we've just, yeah. we just been waiting for her to make the announcement today she'll do it by a video they're saying so I'll, I'll ask this question open the phone lines up 8230965 8230965 this is going to be kind of like Kong versus Godzilla Republican primary it really really no is doubt it's, yeah, I mean it's, it's going to be, be a lot of money's going to be spent on this primary that's all I know. A lot of money is going yeah, to be spent. Uh, right now, Rutledge and Griffin have about a $2.8 million in, in their two war chests. That's going to go up significantly. Sarah is going to have a big war chest. I don't know how much of it will be from here in the state versus from how much is coming from outside the state from Trump supporters who send money to her. I don't know. It would be interesting to see that. Do you think Facebook will cut her off? You know, that she's probably, you know, they don't like her very much because she's so close to Trump. So I'm just wondering if Facebook cuts her off right off. I sure hope they don't do that. Well, I mean, do I think that they might? Oh, absolutely. 80% chance. I mean, do they get away with cutting people off? I mean, of course they they do. so this is just the way it is from now on, isn't it? Well, until enough Republicans are back in office again that we can get rid of that uh, 230 uh, where they're given the ability to do that stuff. We're going to make yeah. it's going to be made really tough. I posted a story over the weekend. I hope that you read it on my Facebook page about why just it doesn't matter how much money you have, how how tough it is uh, if you want to, let's say, start a Twitter 
Oh, on the, on the, ever get in yeah, on, the, on the Republican, you know, yeah. on the conservative side or something. It, it's really tough. I mean, just take a look at what's happening with Parler right now. Mm-hmm. They are really a a bit player. I mean, a a bit player. You know, somebody says, "Well, they had like in one day had two hundred eighty three thousand people sign up." So, do you know how many people are signed up on Facebook? It's millions. I mean, it's like. When you talk probably, about, I bet you it's, I bet you it's over a billion. Well, it's like when you talk yeah. about um, the big three: ABC, NBC, CBS, and their newscasts mm-hmm. versus Fox or MSNBC or CNN. Their viewership on the on the cable is nothing compared big to what they get for just a half hour half hour of news on the big three. I mean, just something to keep. It's something to keep in mind. All right, but you can have a significant impact if you can get yourself a footprint going. But the big boys are playing like uh, they did back in the Monopoly days, mm. and uh, and and keeping the big the little guys from getting started. They're they're squashing them mm-hmm. while they're still small. All right, we got news coming up at the bottom of the hour. Let's do that. We've got R.D. Hopper here. We've got uh, Shane Stacks here. We've got uh, Paul Calvert here. Shane is by phone. He decided he had some important things he had to do this morning, and so he didn't want to have to spend time in transit, so he's doing it by phone, which is no problem. At 7.30, special guest Doyle Webb will be here. We'll talk about redistricting. All right, we got 25 minutes till 7. I'm opening the phone lines up, 823-0965, 823-0965, and I want you to make, I want you to make sure that uh, you uh, – call today and tell me what's your thoughts uh, sarah sanders is going to get in the race today so are you a, a sanders person are you a griffin person or are you a rutledge person i'd like to hear from everybody today i'll tell you what my thoughts are on each candidate in just a moment but right now i need to talk to you about david lucas david lucas wants you to know that he wants to make sure you don't screw up your retirement because you can do that you can really screw it up if you don't if you if you just major in certain areas, like, you know, the, the, the whole thing about having the, the three-legged chair, which is the money that you get out of your house when you sell it because they figure you're going to sell your house and downsize, your Social Security, and the money that you've saved. All right, that's the three-legged stool. And if, you're, if you've sawed off one of the, of the legs, you're going to have problems. I think there's more legs than three. Okay, how long are you going to work and things of that nature? So there's 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 a lot to be considered here. Well, David Lucas wants to help you in all of those questions that you should be asking yourself. He's got this. It's called the Ultimate Retirement Planning Checklist. I'm showing it to the folks on Facebook. This is why if you can watch Facebook on the Dave Ellswick Show, it's always a good thing because you see things like this. But you get it while you're on the radio, too, because I'm going to talk about it on the radio as well. But this has got like 31 different questions inside of it, inside this brochure of questions that you should be able to answer to be ready for your retirement. If you can't answer a lot of these questions, you're probably going to look like one of those train wrecks from, you know, the 
the steam locomotives when they went off of the the rails and the cars are going all over. remember the movie uh what was it uh the fugitive when the train wrecked and it was rolling down the hills oh, and all of that good. kind of stuff okay that so that's good. what you don't you, you don't want don't your retirement, want to, your retirement to look that way <laughs> i'm just telling you right here here's Crash the number one main thing you got to remember about retirement you want your money to outlive you you don't want to outlive your money if you're still living and you don't have money, life's going to be tough. Or even if it's on a monthly basis, yeah. you, don't, you, don't, you don't want to have month left at the end of your money. Yeah, know? I'm just saying, it's not that's not a good thing. So be one of the first 10 people to call to get uh, get this today. Uh, 501-222-3315. 501-222-3315. Or just go to his website, davidlucasfinancial.com. Invest at, uh, investment advisory services offered through David Lucas Financial an Arkansas Registered Investment Advisor. Okay, before we get into talking about the candidates for governor in two years, let me give uh, congratulations to Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers upset Green Bay at Green Bay last night. They're in the Super Bowl, and they're playing the Super Bowl this year at Tampa Bay Stadium. And then you've got, of course, uh, Mahomes from... Kansas City and Kansas City Chiefs last night uh, knocked off uh, Buffalo. I will say one thing. You you who have been listening know when I say Bush, I'm talking about people that are acting really ridiculous. And last night, the uh, Chief, the uh, Buffalo Bills acted ridiculous at the end of that. I mean, I understand being upset because you, you, you're, you got your year going. You have the chance to make the Super Bowl. And then the other team's just better than you, and they just grind you down and beat you into the turf. Uh, but taking swings at people and trying to hurt other players is not the way to show it. I thought that there was a scene in that last night, two off- or defensive linemen, uh, offensive linemen, went after a defensive player for Kansas City, and I think they should have been thrown out of the ball game. Mm, they are trying to hurt him. It was ridiculous. Yeah, it was real. I mean, when you... When you slam a guy to the ground after the play is over and it shows you're getting ready to kick him in the ribs, oh, well, it's time for you that, to be that, removed from that, the ball game. Like assault and battery. I mean, yeah, you got <laughs> at this point now, you've your your testosterone is out of control. And I understand that you know the competition that goes in there. Just letting you know. Okay, but anyway, it's good. it should be a good game. Mahone against Brady, the young awesome. new gun against the old the old gunslinger. So it'll be fun to watch. It's, say it's that. all, yeah. It's also, you know, KC's the champions last year, aren't yep, they? So, yep, yep. Give so them a you chance got to the do last again. year's champion. They've coming had up the last three no AFC team. championship games in Kansas City. Goes to show why you play the season. You know that you get home field advantage like that. Now, see, everything is quiet on Shane's front because he don't pay attention to this stuff. Is that right, Shane? Uh, I see people uh, make comments on Facebook and Twitter, so I know there must be some kind of game going on. And I, I, I'm, I'm vague, I mean, I'm, I'm at least plugged into, you know, culture enough to know that you know Tom Brady is an amazing player and, and all that. In, so he has been in ten yep. Super Bowl, wow. ten. Yeah, you, you know, in any kind of sport, there's always the star. And then you've got the establishment in sports. So whenever you get 
the ultimate star in the ultimate establishment together you get to get a yeah. dynasty but all, the thing with the dynasty is the star saying i'm the reason there's a dynasty and then you got the establishment saying Brady never we're did the that. reason you're the, the dynasty he's but, always been a, a, a he's always been a team guy i've always appreciated that about brady and nobody when he came out of college thought he was going to be the quarterback that he has become right nobody but it's always for me it's always great to see the establishment and the star separate and then see you know how much one person really makes a difference yeah i mean in whatever it is you can do it in auto racing or motorcycle racing you can do it in anything so let me let me put it this way tampa bay is in the super bowl New England is not. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that kind so of that, sums it he all He makes up. a big difference, yeah, doesn't he? Yes, he does. In the pudding and the eating thereof. Uh, you know, I, one thing I, I will say on football when I when I had my show, you know, Willie called in earlier about that. When Zach ran my board, you know, Zach loves him some sports, so I'd, I'd let him run some football on my show, and uh, oh, I'd be curious time. to know what Zach. Yeah, I'd be curious because Zach eventually wants to be a sports commentator, so I'd love to hear you know what he has to say. I don't yeah, know. You know I, he's I got, he's got they, a lot uh, of things to do to get into that business. I'm just telling you that you want to talk about a closed fraternity. That is yeah. a closed fraternity. And, you know, I thought Howard Cosell had finally broken through that. You have to play the game to be a good commentator, but not yeah. so much. You look at the guys that they're hiring now into the booth. You know, they're saying that uh, evidently, um, you know, who's saying uh, the Rivers from the Colts now is going to go into the broadcast booth. You know, that, that's what they're saying. Not everybody, let me just say this, not everybody who played the game is Tony Romo. I think Tony Romo is better in the booth than he was behind the behind the center, to be honest with you. Interesting, yeah. Who was the turn out the lights, the party's over no, guy from Don the Mary. 70s? Oh, you know, I was just a kid, and yeah. I, I would like turn to hear Turn out the lights, yeah. the party's over. <laughs> yeah, that was, see, he was, that was good. That was one of the great teams, Meredith and Howard Cosell. Yeah. I mean, even as a kid, you know, it was entertaining to listen to those two go back and forth. Yeah, they were good. They were good together. And that's the key, chemistry. you got to get chemistry together. All right, let me get you back. Let me get everybody back to what this show is all about. You know, we typically don't do 103.7 here on (laughs) 101.1. Well, I was curious, like, does Tom Brady hold the record on free throws? Yeah, there you go. No, he does not. He's a he's a he's a great quarterback, and so is uh, Mahone. Yeah. It's it's just going to be a that you might as well. I yeah. want to know. It's going to look like a ping ball up. Uh, 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 what is it? Uh, uh, the the table that we pinball, used to pinball. pinball machine. The score is going to be. I I I don't think either defense mm. is going to be able to hold either offense down. Yeah, going to be throws the last interceptions will win. Yep, <laughs> a lot of that. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of that, and who can hold on to the ball? You know, somebody loses a watermelon on the field. I'm sure. All right. So anyway, uh, that's coming up in two weeks. So when we get closer, I'll talk. I may talk about. It. I'll get somebody on the air that can talk about. Uh, Tampa Bay and talk about uh, uh, Kansas City. I, last night, I wanted Kansas City to win. Now, I'm going to tell you why. Kansas City came out, stood on the sideline, put their hands over their hearts while the flag while they're playing the national anthem. Uh, Buffalo stayed in 
the locker room. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm are serious. They, are they and, just, are they and, just yeah, trying that's to that's, that's, all, that's all you had to do, and you, you got me off on your, my bad side now for you. So I was all for Kansas City. I mean, the NFL, I'll be ashamed for allowing that to happen. Yeah. Uh, and anyway, it did, and you know, I just find it ridiculous. Uh, and then they showed their butts at the end, which I didn't like at all. So the bottom line, uh, I you know, I expect you to line up on the sideline and put your hand over your heart. I mean, let's be honest here. How many people make the kind of money you guys make on just one game? Yeah, for and, a whole year. And who gave you the freedom? You know. Us to be able to talk about worrying about football and and not worrying about you, you know somebody coming in and kicking down a door I'm, and taking you know taking our guns away I'm from about, us. I am about uh, these these players. Kelsey, the tight end, Kansas City won the Walter Payton Humanitarian Award yesterday. Guess what? You never hear about what he does off the field he works in the inner city he works with kids he does a lot of different things and there's other players that do the same thing that's what i expect from people who have a great life opportunity because of the opportunity they were given and they give back in their communities and stuff now i'm going to tell you what there's some ball players don't do that the majority don't do that they do not give back they, you know, they they came from the inner city. They came from the rural areas. Now they live in some suburb somewhere with multi million dollar mansions, and they help nobody. Well, they so better I, those not. Those people, forget. I want them just to shut up. Well, they better not forget their <laughs> veterans. It gave them the opportunity to be able to live in a free country and to be able to do what they, <laughs> they played do. it for five thousand dollars a year. Yeah, played a game. I remember Al Kaline talking about that playing baseball. He thought he was making big money when he was making $17,000 a year. Well, those veterans, too. I was thinking about the veterans that fought the wars for us and, yep, and yep. the reason. Ted that. Williams and all of the – Ted Williams, the last man hit over 400, and uh, four years of his career were taken from him because he went to you know, to protect the world against fascism and against, uh, you know, Tojo. And the bottom line is he lost four years, and he still – carries some of the greatest records in baseball yeah i mean that's mr red Sox right there i'm just telling you i saw i was lucky enough as a kid to see him at the end of his career play he was nothing like he was when he was at the best but he was still better than most well, so, he, so he he's he was a world war ii vet oh yeah oh yeah great great ball player and a great patriot all right we got uh, 13 minutes to seven i got to get a break in here then when we come back i promise I'll give you my three thoughts on the on the no, not three thoughts, but I got a lot more thoughts than three. But <laughs> thoughts I'll on three tell candidates. you, I'll take the three candidates, and I'll tell you the problem I got with each one of them. Okay, I got a lot of positives about all of them, but I'm going to give you the three negatives that I have for each candidate. All right, uh, let's not forget about PI roofing. PI roofing takes good care of your roof. Your roof is your last line of defense against uh, all the rain that you had last night. I don't know about where you live at, but we had quite a bit of rain at times uh, last night, and I had I didn't have any leaks in my uh, my uh, uh, roof. I had one of those earlier this year and had PI Roofing come out, uh, find a problem that happened with the people from DirecTV. They fixed it and uh, took care of it, did a great job on it, in fact. They can take your your roof down to the studs that they have to, 
they can find a small spot and fix that as well. They do it all at PI Roofing. They are called your roof leak detectives because that's what they find. If you just because you got you know a stain in your bedroom doesn't mean the leak is right over the stain. It could be yards away and dripping into your uh, attic and getting on a two by four or a, or a, a one by six or whatever and and draining down and then dripping down on your ceiling somewhere get the professionals the professionals that use all the covid19 protocols to protect your family and their workers and fix your roof again they don't just work on your roof they fix your roof get a hold of pi roofing at uh, 707-3551 or visit them online piroofing.com all right, back with you. So I'm going to give you what I think are the weaknesses of the three uh, right now candidates for governor uh, in the Republican Party, the three that want to carry the mantle come 2022. The primary uh, will be early in 2022. It's not a presidential year, so it's going to be later than it would be oh, if that, it is a is presidential year. Okay. Yes. Let me... Do we look it up? Did you look it up? I can look it up here quick. So I'm expecting it's in May. Let me see. Uh, I think it's May next year. It's in like March on presidential okay. elections. I'll get that exactly from uh, Doyle Webb. If you didn't hear, he's going to be on in the final half hour today. Going to talk about redistricting with him because uh, he's going to be like the the lead honcho on that so it's going to be fun to have him on the air to to talk about that in the last half hour of the show so let me give you my weaknesses for each candidate and then uh we'll go from there we'll 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 have each person that's on the panel today so uh, shane i'll give you some time to take out a piece of paper and jot down weakness for each person let me start with leslie number one Leslie Rutledge, uh, weakness, hate crime legislation. She got real heavy. She she showed up at the governor's press conference. Didn't have to, but did. Spoke for it very, very passionately. And I think it's going to hurt her. Uh, in, and it's going to be used against her uh, in the primary. Uh, Sarah, well, what does she stand for? That... <laughs> is my i think her biggest weakness yes everybody knows her name for the most part but do you know what she stands for you know what she stood for for trump but do you know what she stands for did she stand for everything that the president talked about and that he stood for or was she doing her job which was to tell you why you should get behind what the president believed in <laughs> And then for Tim Griffin, Asa is his Achilles heel. And what do I mean by that? He never stood against Asa for the most part. At least publicly, strongly. I mean, we who know Tim, we knew where he stood. We knew what he was thinking. And I knew that he wasn't on board with some of it. But that's not what he... He did with the voters, I don't believe, at times. At, the, at times, he, he, he did what a 
you know what a Republican or any candidate does? They wait their turn. They rate their time. And that might not play well with people who say he's the establishment candidate. So that those are the three weaknesses I'm seeing uh, for these. I Look, I got Rutledge. I got hate crime. I got Griffin. I got Asa slash establishment. Next to Sanders, I got a big question mark because I don't know what she stands for. I think you're right with Sanders as far as the question mark. Nobody really knows what she believes. Um, uh, her her daddy was kind of a um, – I think he was – a. Can I put it this way? He was lukewarm as far as I was Well, and it, he was somewhat disappointed in regards to, to, to where he stood on various different issues. Yeah. Um, as far as shrinking government or whatever else. Um, Tim, I, I, I like some of what he has to say. I'm not uh, – he's he's makes he makes his speeches about starting over with a blank sheet of paper and redoing government. I I, I, I appreciate, appreciate that to some extent. I haven't seen him put out very many, many, very many specifics about what he wants to change. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm good with starting over, but what are we going to start over with uh-huh. and, and, and reestablish? Are we going to eliminate starting a lot of over departments? from where? From from where are we going to eliminate a lot of departments? Are we going to abolish a lot of uh, occupational licensing that's 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 been um, springing up all over the place to, to stop people from being able to work? Um, is that going to happen? I don't know. I, don't, I, I just don't know what his plans are. Um, Rutledge. Leslie Rutledge, I think she's kind of disconnected from the more conservative base. I think that I think she's kind of tied in with the um, maybe more elite establishment. E S T. Um, that is short for establishment. And so, and I think she's a little disconnected with the with the base, and I don't think she connects very well. Okay. All right. All right. Hold on. Hold on, Shane. I'm going to get to you. Okay, so let's go to uh, let's go to RD. RD's right. got his 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 All points right. down. I'll be quick on these. On yeah, these you have three, to be. We got news three. coming up. We got news coming up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know, I want to know where you're at on Obamacare, private option, or Arkansas Works, or however you want to uh, do the Obamacare option. So there's some issues, and and, and like you said. There's some issues. Biden care now. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but there's some issues that we need to hear them all come out on. On Tim Griffin, uh, you know, he's been playing strategist. He he is a strategist. He plans to win. He's very professional, but he's been waiting his turn. And the private option was in his lap. He could have weighed in on private option when it was really in the balance, and he didn't weigh in on private option. We had a, a common core group that uh, he didn't weigh in on Common Core. They renamed Common Core just like Obamacare and didn't change education in Arkansas. But but uh, uh, anyway, here we go. All right, you hold on. When we All come right. back, you got to give us what you think, what Rutledge okay. and what Sanders. Okay. All right, weaknesses. Weaknesses from you too, Shane Stacks, when we come back. Stick around, have another cup of coffee, stay awake. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, I'm just making sure you were there. Fall asleep. All right, we're going to take a break, no, and then we'll hear from Shane Stacks again when we return on the Dave Ellswick Show. <laughs> 
Continue. We got half hour left with Power Panel. Seven thirty-five. Doyle Webb will be here. We'll talk redistricting because he's going to be the head honcho of the redistricting push. Uh, was talking with uh, Paul Calvert today. He saw Doug House over the weekend. He's part of that, and uh, wasn't real happy with some of the things Doug House had to say. I have to tell you, in the, in the end of Doug House's time as a state representative, I was questioning some of the things that he believed in and and, and, and to to be fair with him i don't know that some of the stuff i was talking with him about um i don't know that this they're his his ideas i think there may be some some of the things that he's just being ordered to do oh well well so that that may be kind of then you shouldn't be part of the process establishment now when the establishments put somebody in place to help them do something they pick somebody that's going to do what they want them to and, do. And that may be. And I think part of the issue. Don't want a radical so like Mark the, Martin. The, that's exactly right. <laughs> hey, yeah, he's not there, is he? They didn't ask him to do it. Well, no, they didn't. And no, he was, he's so not he, a strategist. He was status, you know, Secretary and, and so, of State at one so, time. So some of that stuff is, I think some of the, the, the issues or some of the foolishness that comes down from the Supreme Court and tell them how they're they're happy, they're going to be required to gerrymander in some respects, which is foolishness, yeah, I think. But, I don't think that, that and, you have to gerrymander. No. And, you know, and, I just and, don't. And here's the key. Everybody says, well, those, those Republicans are going to gerrymander. What have the Democrats been doing for 135 years? Yeah, whenever when it's the Republicans' turn, it seems like they never take the power position. No. The Democrats are always in a leveraged power position, and when the Democrat, I mean the Republicans, get an opportunity, it seems they never use the leverage. Well, they put all, a Democrat in part of the committee. All these Democrats that are screaming about how political it's been, yeah. They're and, yelling and they're pointing at themselves because they're the only ones that and, has ever. ever done redistricting in this state. And, and what's 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 frustrating is so we're we're getting to see this right now with Joe Biden and the Democrats is that they're coming out swinging. They come out hard. They come out fast. They, their their agendas are are they're big bites. Whereas Republicans, so many times. They come back and they'll just take little bitty snippets, yeah, and, and then they'll lose. They'll lose in the committees, and so they'll end up with hardly any um, progress. Okay, but let me and tell you it, about. I knew a Republican that would come out and he tried to take big bites, but he was just in the minority. And that's sure. Shane Stacks. I like having Shane on because he he was a you know he was in Quorum Court at Pulaski mm-hmm. County, and he was probably you know, the minority. He, came, there, uh, huh? he came up. He wasn't. Perhaps he was. I mean, yeah. well, it was you That's and one, one other guy that was a Republican, right? When you were on there. Well, we had out of out of fifteen JPs, there were five Republicans, okay. but I would say there were really only about three conservatives. So yeah, you had to, you know, you had to make a lot of noise. I got accused of grandstanding a lot, but you had <laughs> to make a lot of noise well, and try to shoot for the fences. The, to, the, the, but. but yeah, go ahead. No, thanks. I think that's one of those things is that sometimes one man standing up can make a difference. I mean, if, if, if they nothing, don't want me to ever run for if, an office, if nothing else, because I'll run to a camera get, every time. If nothing else, getting um, the ideas out there, it may not fix the issue today. Yeah. 
but you know, in ten years down the road, someone might remember. You know what? Yeah, it this? might. I mean, I have to be honest. A lot of people were like, "Hey, man, you did a great job as JP." I really didn't change much. Hmm. I really didn't. You tried. I, mean, I tried. Yeah, but I really didn't affect much change. So it it leaves the question. Did you waste your you know, time? if you make a lot of noise yeah. but don't change anything, or if you're if you're very politically astute and don't make a lot of noise but get things changed and build consensus, who's the better you know representative? So I I I, I think about that a lot. So um, here here's a good one for you, Shane. At, yeah. From the time that you were on the quorum court, there is one. One uh, quotation that I'll always remember, and it was when we were talking about uh, the addressing uh, pay for the quorum yeah. court, and they were going yeah. to take money away from the quorum court and not give it to them. And this guy made the statement. I don't remember his name. He says, I want to still be able to buy the ice cream for my grandbabies. Yeah, that was that. Reverend Green. I, yeah, he goes, I like bonus, my grandkids. That was probably one of the few victories that we had, and it was more of a philosophical victory than anything else. And, and your show was a big part in that, Dave, because I got the audio of that meeting, and we edited segments out of it and played it on the air on I'll your show. I'll never forget playing that. Yeah. You, to the d- point where Reverend Green like, went the, into into hiding after that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, he, he, I'm trying to think of even who was the guy over at the Arkansas Times. Max Brantley. used to Brantley. be there. I don't know if he's still. No. Yeah, yeah. He Max even Brantley. he even went after the Democrats on the plas- on the quorum court after that because it was just so obvious. Yeah. how bad it looked. Yeah, you it know, looked and, terrible. And, uh, because yeah, it was so, terrible. Yeah, I th- what we ended up doing with that, the the issue was, super quick recap, is, like, I, I don't care if, if the Pulaski County wants to give uh, the the quorum court members a bonus, not on, you know, but, but the point was, it, it, it the mechanism was totally wrong. The, the quorum court members were voting the bonus to themselves. That's right. Uh-oh. So it wasn't so much about, do you think you've done a good job, get a little bonus? It was the mechanism. And we fought really hard on that. And what we ended up doing is, like, I just rejected it. You know, they said, well, we're going to go ahead and pass it. And, and you know, several people, myself, Phil Stowers, Doug Reed, some other people, we said we refuse it. Uh, but it, it did put a lot of heat on the Democrats. Well, that, that, on the Democrats. That's that's that's, a, that's kind of bizarre, though. I mean, if you're running for JP, yeah. if you're in there because you need the money, you know, you maybe right. need, you need maybe need to find something else to do. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, get it. I get it. The like problem three. was it it lumped the bonus in with like we were talking about. It wasn't a it's cost of living increase, whatever you call yeah, it, right? Cost of living allowance, Cola. something like that. For yeah, for all the county employees. And so, you know, but the, the quorum court just automatically got lumped in with that. But, oh, the big problem is the quorum court's voting for it. So there's a huge conflict of interest. Uh-huh. So, it, you know, and it is. Yeah. But I, I would say that was one of the few victories we actually had. Yeah. What was fun, though, was to actually been able to tear the veneer off and show what they were really thinking. Uh, yeah. With that, yeah. With, with that said, let me turn now to you and tell you when we come back, because I'm going to take my break right now. When we come back, it's your turn. The three things that you look at, uh, one for each candidate, uh, these people that now are going to be running to be the standard bearer for the Republican Party, what do you think is their Achilles heel? Uh, between All Leslie right. Rutledge, 
Sarah Sanders and Tim Griffin will give you the uh, the opportunity. AG, Lieutenant uh, Lieutenant Governor, and and Sanders, uh, who's Sorry? here. All right, former former uh, presidential uh, PR person. All right. With that said, let's get a break in. Got to do that. I want to remind you that cleanliness really is next to godliness uh, when you're talking about your home. I, I was reading an article just the other day. People who work at keeping their houses clean don't have as much problems with COVID-19. Uh, and St. Clarity Residential Cleaning can help you with that. Maybe you just don't have the time. I mean, that can be part of it. Or maybe you just hate it. And that can be a part of it as well. Uh, but whatever the reason is, uh, it still doesn't belay the matter or belie the matter that you need to keep your house, you know, somewhat clean. Uh, St. Clarity, for just 100 bucks, if you got a house that's under 1,500 square feet, will come in and do a deep clean on your house, which you don't have to do every week or anything. You just kind of pick up the rest of the time until the next deep clean. And I would say every couple of weeks do a deep clean maybe even just once a month if it's just you and and your other uh that may be all you have to do but saint clarity will will take care of that uh the uh, uh, cleaning supplies they use kills the covid19 uh, uh virus and uh, lets you live in a clean environment and if you're a person that is having a tough time dealing with uh, stuff that's gone in, on in your life, uh, you're you're dealing with depression and things like that, uh, talk to the people at St. Clarity Re- Residential Cleaning. They have programs for people just like you, and they'll take really good care of making sure that they don't cause you any undue stress. Again, uh, we give the coupons out here uh, for St. Clarity Residential Cleaning. All you have to do is call 404 6560 and uh, get a hold of Chuck after 9 o'clock, and you can buy uh, the cleaning uh, certificate for a small home, which is up to 1,500 square foot. That's typically $200. You'll only pay 100 bucks, And they've got, uh, for big houses, up to 2,500 square foot, between fifteen and 2,500. And that's only uh, uh, $150 because normally it's $300 to get that done. You save half the price, so why not do it? But do it quick if you want to give it away for uh, Valentine's Day or whatever. I think we got about three certificates left. So uh, call 404-6560. Say, I want one of those certificates from St. Clarity Residential Cleaning. Okay, so we got to do this quick now. Let me get to Shane. Shane, one Achilles heel for each candidate. Rutledge first. Uh, Rutledge, basically, uh, the, the Achilles heel that, probably hasn't been brought up is compared to the other two candidates she's probably got the least built-in support and and what i mean by that is tim griffin's been out there forever he knows a lot of people uh he's really been you know helping out i mean he helped me when i was a jp for goodness sakes you know would call me and stuff like that um and then and then sarah sanders uh, not only is high profile because of uh, being with Trump as her press secretary, but also the associations with her father. So I, I think that built, that you know Rutledge just doesn't have that All kind right. of built-in support. Uh, Griffin, I, I don't think it's fair to characterize him this way, but I think he will be perceived as the 
establishment candidate simply because he's been up there, you know, uh, in in Washington and, and part of it and come back down. So um, I, I think that I think he'll be perceived that way. My, my personal relationship that I know of Tim, I don't think he's the establishment candidate, but that'll be used against him. All right. Sanders. Um, yeah. Sanders. I don't know. Uh, you know, I think that uh, on the converse, the support she will get uh, being Trump's press secretary and then also the associations with her father, who is, you know, a lot of people think of him fondly as the governor. Also, the the negatives that people will attack on Trump or Huckabee, they'll probably try to pin on her. It's It's kind of hard to say with her right now because... Uh, she doesn't have an established history uh, or platform. She like, she's like Obama. She's a black, yeah. a blank, a blank slate. A blank slate, right? Yeah, but I mean, I already see people, you know, like Jan Morgan. I already saw Jan Morgan pop up and was like, "I like her already." So you know, it, some people will jump on the train without a without a formally announced, uh, you know, uh, platform. You know, based on on what they think of the person already. So. All right. All right, let me move over and let him finish up. And that was, of course, R.D. Hopper. He had done Rutledge. You got Sanders and Griffin. Go. Well, I, I've done, but on Leslie Rutledge, it's business as usual. And you can't pin her down on anything. Gun laws, she can write a position on gun laws. And when I read it, I don't know any more than I did when I started. Excuse me, but you just can't. She tries to write something and keep everybody happy without making somebody mad, and you just can't do that in life. Sanders, she has not been in the trenches. You know, she is from Arkansas. She's could have weighed in on a bunch of issues over the past four or eight years, and we haven't heard from her. Uh, I take it that she is tough, and I don't doubt that, but she hadn't been in the trenches. She hadn't done her time in the state of Arkansas. All right, Griffin. Uh, Tim Griffin. You know, he's pretty good. He's weighed in on uh, hate crimes. He's weighed, weighed in on red flag laws. But, you know, when we really needed him to come up against Common Core with the, with the committee that he put together on Common Core, and when we really wanted him to weigh in on private option, uh, he bided his time and waited his time in turn. But, you know, that may be a strategy, but, you know, I don't like it. <clears throat> and I don't I don't fault people for taking some strategic moves and choosing to be quiet in some cases um and and so i i can appreciate tim's strategy there i mean i'd agree with it it is but i can i can appreciate it to some extent um I, I wish i knew more about the specifics of what he wants to change he says he wants to change things in a big way and and i, I want to change things in a big way too but i, I want to know what the specifics are i think he's uh, I, I'm I'm hopeful that he would be considerably better than Asa Hutchinson. No doubt. Um, I, I think he'll be quite a bit better than than Rut, Leslie Rutledge. Um, uh, and and we don't know anything about Sanders. Yeah, she's, uh, she really is a blank slate. But, um, and the problem right. with a blank slate, there is a problem with it, and there's a positive about it. The positive is that the voter can write can project themselves on that slate right. and say, well, she'll be this way, which means she'll be a lot like me. <laughs> the The negative is, is what we've just said. What does she stand for? Right. She's, got, right. she's got, she's got to show that to and us unfortunately, now. Unfortunately, that doesn't matter as much to the voters as it does to those of us in this discussion, because well, we, I think some of it will to, depend to something, on. To the voters. It'll matter in the primary. Yes, it'll matter it will. in the primary right. very right. much. Right. You're you know, there's right two, there's two phases to these kind of elections. The primary, 
you got to appeal to the passionate base and then suddenly you have to change tactics in the general and, and apply widely, which is why I think right now Griffin probably has the lead there, but we'll see. I'm going hey, um, to give you credit here, Shane. I was yeah. uh, the former chairman of the Republican Party here in Arkansas, Doyle Webb, is sitting over in the studio waiting to come on, and he was shaking yeah. his head yes to what you were saying. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh, going to get yeah. in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Doyle. I, I, yeah, I've been in the trenches once or twice with Doyle. I, I, I like Doyle a lot, so we'll give him a wave for me. Um, I did. We've got a couple of comments on the Facebook video oh, really? uh, about this, if you want me to. Uh, yeah, let's Reeves asked earlier. He said, does anybody know, and talking about Sanders, her real stance on the Second Amendment, constitutional carry uh, reigning no. in the state police on concealed carry, and that will play in the primary big time. Um, and then Reggie Cowan said, what is the first thing, addressing all of them, and this is a wonderful question, what is the first thing that we'll do to decrease the size of government? Mm-hmm. I, I, love, I hope that comes up you in You know what? I'm going to tell yep. you this much. If you're wondering that, then Ken Griffin is your man because he's the only one that's been talking about it. Yeah, decreasing yeah. government. Um, and then last, this 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 isn't related to uh, the primary, but you did mention Parler earlier. And Rick Langston said conservatives have been moving to Gab, G-A-B dot com, since the shutdown of Parler. Oh, have been moving to Gab. Okay. Yeah, I'm not familiar with it, but Rick pointed it out. So. Okay, well, that's good. I appreciate when people... You know, give us that information. So look up Gab and see if that's of interest to you. I'm just saying nothing's going to change Facebook, uh, Twitter, and all the rest until the Republicans get control of the Senate and the House again and get 230 taken care of. That's yeah. if once we get that done, then uh, we'll take some of their their fire away. Plus, uh, there there's some really anti-monopoly things that have to be looked at when it comes to Amazon and to all the rest of them. Just saying. Yeah. Well, it, it's, it's as much as I don't like the idea of government getting involved in the market system. Some of these big or, big corporations are becoming almost like government organizations. Well, they in are their, in their power, and, and the fact yeah, they is, got the clout. It, yeah. it, it, the fact is that a corporation is itself a, a quasi governmental agency because they're not. I mean, a, let me they're, just they're ask, not a regular if, person. If you're a Democrat, would you be against Amazon, against uh, Facebook? Uh, against Twitter when you consider that they're doing exactly what you want to do, which is shut up conservatives. <laughs> Man, you're not even going to cross them. You're going to give them everything that they want. I'm just saying. And, and just what, saying. If, what if there was a, a big Amazon-type company that decided to stop selling a product that was specific to left-wing people? Yeah, what you, oh, you got to look at. Now you get to the interesting yeah. discussion. And so what? so. What what if it was or like, what, just like red just like, pajamas? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so go ahead, RD. You get the All final right. word. Jimmy. Okay, come on, guy. We're, let's. I want to know about private option. I want to know about DHS, and uh, I want to know about hate crime laws, and I want to know about red flag laws. Well, let's come up. Let's 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 now be real that about these was questions. Spoken like a true. Red meat conservative. Right. So you ask specific <laughs> questions of the candidates, get them to make give you specific answers, and and let's let's have some 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 real answers as opposed to platitudes. It's going to be a great it's primary. Be, it sure is. Tim be a Griffin great has given us hate crime laws and red flag laws. Tim Griffin has came out against 
hate crime laws and red flags. Also, and even, he stepped up to the, the next plate. two years. <laughs> Are a godsend for Dave Ellsworth. I'm just telling you. All right, we're going to take a break. Shane, thanks so much coming in at the last moment to fill in for Iverson Jackson. He'll be back next week. We'll still be talking about some of the topics we're talking. We're going to be talking about the primary until May of next year. I'm just telling you, that's what's going to happen. All right, it's Dave Ellswick show. We've got Rush coming your way. Artie, thanks for coming in. Always a pleasure to have you here, Paul. Always. a pleasure yes, for sir. you to come in i always know that paul is going to bring us to biblical terms uh, you know <laughs> hey i gotta, gotta are, try are there, i could ask you this, which of the candidates do you think should be caned first um, <laughs> hey don't ask don't don't get me to answer that question right. i might answer it all right we got, <laughs> rush is next here on the dave ellswick show stay tuned or this man i promoted the hell out of this you're coming on i'm back you're back. That's yeah, right. I did. I, I promoted this. I promoted this because here's the key. Uh, redistricting is coming up. And there's a way that you got to go about it. There's all kinds of legalities to it. And I've been listening to the Democrats moan and groan for the last couple of years now about this. How partisan it is, how this is, and how that is. Folks, let's be honest here. Let's let's put out let's put this out in front of everybody. Who's done redistricting in Arkansas? Who's done it? The Democrats. So if they're saying it's been partisan, it's them that has been partisan. They're the only ones that's ever done it. The last time uh, 10 years ago with Bibi and McDaniel. And you want to know how partisan that was? Supposed to be the Secretary of State was involved in it. Mark Martin, he never even got invited to the meetings. So I can't wait. I I have been, Doyle Webb will tell you, I have been talking about this for years. I have literally, when we won all the constitutional offices, I couldn't figure out how the Democrats could vote something in to change it. And they couldn't. So what they did is try to do an end around and got a, got a, a, a lawyer out there to run uh, a a piece of crap uh, to put out for you to vote on. And what says, let's, let's put together a committee. Let's put a, a, together a committee. And it's got to have equals Democrats and Republicans. Do you not see what the Democrats were trying to do? They were trying to get power back. That's what they were trying to do. Okay, I've had my say. I've had my say. I, I, I just get wound up I'm, about I'm glad that. you're wound up. I get wound up about how the Democrats project everything. We were talking about this before. I've talked about it with Doyle before over adult beverages. And and, and, and that is... Iced tea. Yeah, iced tea. That's right. I won't tell you what kind of iced tea. Okay, but the bottom line... Uh, <laughs> anyway, the bottom line is this. Whatever the Democrats say you are, it's what they are already. Just telling you. But the Democrats tell you they, they think you are. That's what... You know, they, they call you a fascist. That's because they've been fascist for years. For you, Who's the ones that are trying to restrict free speech? Democrats. Democrats. That's who's doing it. Antifa. 
They call everybody a fascist. They're the fascists. They should wear brown shirts instead of black shirts. Just saying. All right. With that said, let me get to Doyle Webb is here. It's good to good to have you here. I got a lot of opinions about this. Dave, it's always glad to be on. I, I was excited when you called, and then this morning when I got up at five o'clock, I wasn't so excited. <laughs> It's the worst part. Don't you love it when I used to be on the afternoon? Oh, that was so much better. That was so, so much, much better. better. And, but you know what? I And you know this, and you you believe this. I believe in transparency. Yeah. You believe in transparency. Yes, I do. And uh, the Attorney General wants transparency, and that's the reason she called me up and said, Doyle, will you do this? Yeah, this is kind of different than what the Democrats have done, is it not? Well, you know, Can I, you explain the, what's going on here? Sure. You know, um, matter of fact, the other day when the attorney general announced uh, the staff uh, on her end, the uh, one of the press came up and said, this is really different. We didn't know <laughs> 10 years ago who was working on this yeah. down in the cave, the moss covered cave working <laughs> on it until it, it popped out there. But uh, what's going on? We have a, a what's called the Board of Apportionment. In our Constitution, the governor, the secretary of state, the uh, attorney general, they meet once every 10 years and develop the legislative districts. That's after the census. After the census. Now, as as we know, now we have some uh, problems with the census. Uh, we were hopeful we were going to get some results in early March. Uh, it may be later than that oh no how late uh well there's a concern it may be june or july before well, that, now that's awful close to the primary time well it it if you if you look at the calendar backwards we're going to have to really step on it and that's the reason the attorney general has asked that i get out and start educating the public on the process getting their input, hearing what people have to say, because we want this to be a, a citizen-focused process and a very transparent process. So is this going to happen in, uh, you know, like this week, you're going to be looking to do this during the redistricting, then two weeks down the line we want to be here and whatever, because I'm, I'm starting to think maybe I need to sign you up for every other week or whatever to come in and keep us up to date on this. Well, I think for a while uh, we will be out educating throughout the state rather than developing a map and going around the state and saying, how do you like this? We're going to be going around the state and saying, this is what we're about. What would you like to see? Very, very citizen-focused. Uh, I want the finger gone. <laughs> I, I, you know, once again, that is the legislature that does the congressional district. I understand it, but, but I still I, want that I, gone. You know, the, the finger uh, divided five counties, or roughly divided five counties, and uh, it's, it's terrible what, what was done to some of those counties up there. And B.B. couldn't even say gerrymandering. You know, we were in a, a seminar the other day, and uh, the lecturer said that at every every time there's an article about what you're doing, redistricting, they will always include the word gerrymander. Of course they will. Okay? And, you know, from my point of view, uh, the Republican Party has done very well in Arkansas. I agree. And I, I honestly don't know how you gerrymander to get any better advantage than what is already there. 
Okay. I think we should draw circles around every Democrat's house <laughs> and just move them all across the state where maybe they get five in each county or, or each district. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm just I, kidding. I, I, I'm, receiving, I'm receiving your citizen input, okay? I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to say yes I or understand. no. I understand. I'm just being facetious. I know you are. I All know right. you are. But, you know, the other thing, technical people will tell you, we could put in, once we know the number, let's say it's $3 million. Okay, Arkansas has three million. Well, you divide by a hundred, and so every district would have to have thirty thousand right. or close to it, and then every uh, Senate district would have about eighty-six thousand. You could put that in a computer, and a computer would draw the lines, but nobody would be would like those lines. Okay? I agree with that because did you know that there are sixty-three counties that part of the border of the county is a river. Well, uh, computers can't take in those natural changes, and you've got to look at communities of interest. And that's what's important. Let's not divide up uh, some town simply because it's politically expedient for somebody else. Okay? I'm with you. Let's look at what's best for Arkansas. I I agree, and that's what what has to happen. That's right. There's no doubt about that. That's what has to happen. With that said, there's some changes I think need to be made, and some of that's probably going to happen with the legislature. Uh, now that this is coming this time, what are you getting from the legislature? Are, are they are they like a, a bull out there with the heifers and their paw on the ground, like big time? No, no, no. Uh, I think we're just starting to get started. I have heard personally from some legislators uh, most of which are very satisfied uh, with their districts. But with population shifts, it, there's going to be changes. There's nothing nothing that we can prevent changes from happening. I've also heard from citizens, some citizens, just like you, saying, I don't want my city divided anymore. Okay, mm-hmm. it, diluted, it diluted my city's voting strength when you divided it. That's true. And it's a very good consideration. Uh, But there were certain parties that wanted certain districts to stay certain ways, and if it divided the city, they didn't care. That's correct. That's correct. That's right. So our goal is to keep them compact and to keep them contiguous. Compact and contiguous. That means each part of the district needs to touch, and it needs to be more than a road running from one part of the district <laughs> to the other part of the district. you know. Yeah. And we know where gerrymandering came from, Governor Gary uh-huh. of Massachusetts, who drew— It wasn't a southern thing. It no, was it a was northern a northern thing. Yeah, I thought it was New Jersey because it fit more with New right, Jersey. Right. But he drew a district for some buds that looked like a salamander, okay? And any time you look at it and it's not compact and contiguous, flags go up. Everywhere it should, and it th- should. That's right. And then certainly, or keep this in mind: um, th- there needs to be. Um, we need to always look at the Voting Rights Act, mm-hmm. okay, uh, and equal protection to make sure. Uh, if you put a prison in one district, that's going to change the population of that district as far as the voting population which really strengthens the voting strength of those who are left, okay? Okay. And you've got to be aware 
of equal protection and voting rights All right. as a result of that. We're going to take a break because it's about 14 minutes till. This is not the last time you're going to hear Doyle Webb on my show. You're going to hear him continuously <laughs> back here in the studio because there's a lot of things about redistricting I don't know about and how it really goes about and how they make the decisions that they that they make. And I want you to know how that's done. And I want you to call in during the times that Doyle is on and ask him questions. And feel free to do that. He's, this is why he's coming on. Uh, 8230965, phone lines open to you if you want to get a question in right here at the very beginning of our, our discussion on this. But this will go on for several months. I'm just letting you know that right now because this is a huge part. It, this would have happened 10 years ago on my show, except there were a couple of people who wouldn't come on my show. And that was the Governor Beebe. And it was, uh, of course, uh, uh, McDaniel, the AG. You know, the AG attacked me personally with my nonprofit, and and the governor quit doing a show over at uh, the radio station I was at because he had to do it in my studio. I'm just being honest with you. That's true. That's a true story. Wouldn't do uh, ask the governor anymore because he had to do it in my studio. So we'll be back with more here on the Dave Ellswick Show uh, in a moment. I'm supposed to tell you about Hillcrest Designer Jewelry. I I had the time wrong in my head. That's kind of that's easy. You don't want to get inside the Dave Ellswick's head. They they ever make a movie about inside my head? It will be the most psychedelic movie you've ever seen. Bottom line is Hillcrest Designer Jewelry, jewelry is ready to help you uh, get that special gift for your wife or your girlfriend or your fiance or your significant other, whatever terminology you want to use. Uh, for Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is not that far away now. You realize it's about three weeks away? That's how far it is, three weeks away. Uh, because it's 14th, that's uh, three weeks from yesterday, I guess. Uh, because we're three weeks away from my birthday uh, today. It's 15th is my birthday. Here's the key. you want If you got away at Christmas Eve without not getting her the gift that she was expecting... Okay, maybe that would ride, but not on Valentine's Day. I'm just telling you, the ladies are really have eagle eyes when it comes to Valentine's Day. So help yourself out. Keep your relationship good. Remember, if mama ain't happy, nobody's happy. That's a famous term my daddy always taught me. So call Eric Coleman and his people at 501-246-3655. 501-246-3655 and talk to them about making an appointment, coming over and seeing what he's got to, to show in his cases right now because it's too late to get something specifically made uh, for your wife or, or whomever. He, he needs more than three weeks. Or go to uh, 3000 Cavanaugh Boulevard right here in Little Rock and he'll help you out. That's Eric Coleman and Hillcrest Designer Jewelry. All right, let's continue. We've got eight minutes left, so I got some big questions that we'll start with today. Phone lines open. If you want to ask, ask about redistricting, let me just tell you what. This is a big deal. This is not small potatoes here, folks. This is a big deal. They won't do this again for another 10 years. It's a big, big deal. And uh, who's that lady that they quoted in the newspaper article about when they announced it? You and House and. Who's the other two? It, it's the lady that proposed the Citizens Committee. Yes. And to listen to her talk, it was like, where have you been? That's right. 
Yeah, you haven't been saying any of this until suddenly the Republicans are going to do it now. That's right. Incredible. All right, so what's the first thing that's going on right now? You're going out and getting uh, input. We're getting input. We're we're researching 2010. We're looking at... uh, population trends in arkansas trying to get a little foreshadowing a little information about where we will be going but we really can't do it until we get the population numbers okay and you're saying now that that may not be till june or july that's correct that's correct which means and and this kind of works tiered the legislature will set the congressional boundaries before we set the legislative boundaries okay and so I, I could see the legislature having to uh, recess and come back or adjourn and come back and do the a special session, a special just session to take care of this. That's right. OK. Right. And it's not their fault. It's not the governor's fault. It would be the, the feds. census, the feds, <laughs> just blame it on the feds. Yeah. And, and everybody wants them to take care of everything. That's just amazing to me. I just got my uh, my check, by the way. Oh. Uh, the six hundred dollar check. It showed up Saturday, and they said they had mailed it on the sixth. Now I got to tell you what I I know that they're slow, but I don't think the postal service is that slow. Well, they need to keep the money for interest to help <laughs> that, pay the debt. That's true. People don't think about things like that, but that, they that's didn't want exactly to send you right. a hot check. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's the case. But they want to send me another check. Sounds like Biden wants to send another fourteen hundred dollars to me. It's just amazing to me. It is. And and that's all borrowed money, folks. It's all borrowed, and it's coming from... China. Yeah, it's coming from uh, people who are not our friends. That's right. That's way. And, but that's what they're doing right now. I mean, we're, we're not going to be our own self-sustaining uh, energy country any longer. We're going to go back to have to depend on all these other foreign countries. It's not good. That's right. At least for the next two years. Hey, let me add, I don't, I don't want to take credit for this. Uh, the, the Attorney General also contracted with former Representative Doug House, yes. a lawyer, and Representative Andy Davis, an I keep engineer. getting Andy's yeah, name. A, an engineer to help do the numbers. You know, you can look at Doyle Webb and say, that boy may know politics, but he doesn't know numbers, okay? Or he doesn't know technology. Right. And so we've got a great team. We think we may have the best team that's ever been put together. Yeah, to, what to, was it about? Again, we talked a little bit about this. The way that you're doing it is different than the way the Democrats have ever done it. What's the biggest difference? The biggest difference is the Board of Apportionment would come together and have a budget and hire someone. This is being uh, uh, funded out of existing budgets of uh, the constitutional offices. Mm-hmm. Also, the people know, the public knows who is working on this, okay? Ten years ago, you didn't know that there was a someone magically working with these numbers. You uh, didn't. I didn't know there was other people you working didn't know along who they with were. the governor and the AG. That's right. And I mean, the attorney general walks right out in the Capitol Rotunda and call, has a press conference and says, Doyle Webb, Andy Davis, Doug House will be working on it here. The governor says, my chief of staff will be working on it. Uh, Rhett Hatcher will be working on it. And the secretary of state says, we've contracted with uh, impact management. Richard Bearden will be working on it. So the public knows who they can talk to, and uh, we're very receptive to receiving 
information. How from about the in the, uh, the legislature? Have, do they determine a couple of people to be point men on this? Well, certainly the, uh, the two state agency committees are charged with coming up with the congressional maps. So those are the people that are most interested. Uh, Jason Rapert is chair in the Senate. Okay. And I and I could I I, I don't I actually don't know who the House chair is. Okay. Okay. You will. I will. Oh, I will. I will. And I, you know, I've only been on the job a week. Yeah, so I, I got gotcha. you. Okay. And one of those days was a holiday. So there okay. I go. Okay. So you know, I but was that's excited. the interested people. I was that, really excited when I saw this because I can see the transparency in this particular way of doing it. Like I said. Ten years ago, when BB was doing this, uh, it was BB and and uh, McDaniel. I didn't know they had a staff mm-hmm. specifically for this. I the only thing I knew is they didn't let Mark Mark, in, Mark Mark Martin in on it. Right. The one thing that you will see, and it's not up yet, the board of apportionment will have a uh, it has a website now, but it's not up and active to where you can make comments from your lazy boy at home okay you can go in and make comments uh we're still concerned about the virus and -hmm. about public meetings as we go around the state but once again that may be in august uh september when we're doing those so we may be who knows where the virus will be people people listen to this show dwight tosh outside ah there you go there you go now you know who you got to talk to over there there you go that's good you realize we're out of time already I always enjoy being It goes fast. And this is so important. I can't impress that upon people more. So uh, are you giving out your cell phone so people know where to get a hold of you? Well, I'd rather you call the Attorney General's office. Okay. uh, Because I want to be responsive. And if I give my cell phone, I'll get... A million Two, calls. A million calls, and I can't be responsible. Ask Tim that. That's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> All right. We appreciate you, Doyle. Thanks for coming in. Thank this you. This is our first show of many we're going to do about this. I'll try to send set up a time oh. that we can do that. A number they can call me, 800-482-8982. All right. Okay. Very good. Thank you. May have to make up a, a spot for that for this radio station so people know where to call to get all the information about redistricting. That's it for today. Uh, Elizabeth tomorrow and the Bible guys. See you.